In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew. Welcome to In the Lab. My name's Drew Doherty. That's John Harris with his uh, two hands up, jazzy hands. And the John, this has been the, the most fun I've had doing it in the lab. And I love doing it in the lab. I have fun every time we do it in the lab, but I've never had more fun yeah. than these previous two and then this one and the next one. It's a four-part in the lab if you're just getting into it. We are drafting an all-time team, and we have 32 picks one for each franchise, all time. So even though the Texans have been around almost 20 years, you get to take one player from the franchise. John took J.J. Watt. I've not taken a Texan yet. But conversely, you could choose somebody from the Packers or the Bears who've been around for nearly 100 years. The Cardinals who've been in Chicago, St. Louis, Arizona now. So they've been all over the place, and we are choosing our teams. Neither of us has chosen a quarterback although we've got guys who could throw the ball, but neither of us has chosen a quarterback. And John, you get to choose first today. We're picking eight more players. It's your turn. You get to go. Who is up? Who is your 17th pick for the Harris All-Stars? Okay. After last week, I went back and I was like, okay, I figured out I got 16 picks left. 11 picks, I know exactly what I'm doing. And I knew I had a top pick, and so I battled back and forth. You mentioned it. We don't have quarterbacks. Yep. And there are a couple teams we have not taken players from. Correct. So I figured, all right, I know the guys that I want. I'll save them. I know the guys I need to get. Right. And one of them is from a team I don't think either one of us have drafted. But I'm not going quarterback. Okay. I'm going outside linebacker, still in the league, was in the 2011 draft with J.J. Watt. I am bringing Von Miller back home from the Denver Broncos. He is my first pick. And that leaves for you, John Elway, on the board. If you would like him, John Elway is there if you decide you want him. But Von Miller is my pick outstanding uh, MVP of Super Bowl 50. Von Miller's my pick. He's one of Elway. That is a good pick. You're right. Elway is one of my final four that I'm, I'm wrestling with. Um, you made it easier, though, by taking Von Miller, because that would have been the other choice as a Bronco. Yeah. You know, I suppose I could go with Carl Mecklenburg, but I'm not going to. <laughs> no. um, there's lots of others you could go with. but Steve Atwater. Steve Atwater, I could, but I'm not going to. Now, I can wait, but neither of us – has also chosen a San Diego Charger. Let's, they got a rich history. You could go tight end. You could go Kellen Winslow. Excellent. You could go with one of the greatest receivers ever, Lance Allworth. Got some good quarterbacks. I don't think they're, you know, top five quarterbacks, but you can do Dan Fouts. You can do Phillip Rivers, and nobody would uh, deride you, I don't think. But the linebacker spot for me, I've got Ray Lewis right there, and he's a good one. And when I think Mr. Charger, I'm thinking as my phone goes off, it's my wife. Uh, actually, hold on. Let me, let me get this. Because my wife, for those of you uh, watching and listening, my wife is about eight and a half months pregnant. So I need to make sure that uh, we're not Nothing having a baby. So we're going to pause just for a moment. You might have a new draft pick, bro. Yes. 
All right, we're back. No baby. But I'm going with Junior Seau, Mr. Charger in my mind. This guy was amazing at the linebacker spot. He, uh, he's probably, you know, when I put this defense on the field, I think I'm, what I'm going to do is go with five DBs and go with five kind of rush, four defensive linemen and an outside linebacker, and I'll have Ray Lewis in there. But if I want to switch Ray out or if I want to go with two linebackers, I want Junior Seau in there. So I'm picking Junior Seau. He is my uh, first pick of the day, and I'm really happy plugging him in there next to, uh, next to Ray Lewis because, hey, he played 20 years in the league. Can you believe that? 13 years as a Charger, four with New England. I mean, 18 interceptions, recovered 18 fumbles, forced another 11. He had 56 and a half sacks. Not, that's not really what he was there for, but uh, he just cranked out tackles and was a really productive player. I'm set there at the linebacker spot in my eyes. So, Junior Sale off the board now. You've done very well. That was, that was a good pick. I, I've, that was one team. There's one final team, if my math is correct, that neither of us have taken a player from. Is that correct? Uh, you've got me here. Who, tell me. The Baltimore slash Indianapolis Colts. Yes, that's right. And that's a tough one. It is. Really tough. To me, it was very easy. I, when I sat down with my game plan for what I was going to do, I was just hoping that you would not do this because I passed on John Elway because I wanted Von Miller. So my decision became, do I want John Elway and a Colt or do I want Von Miller and Peyton Manning? And I'm not the biggest Peyton Manning fan in the world. Mm. You're going that? That's not even the best quarterback in the franchise's history. I'd much rather have Peyton Manning than Johnny Unitas. You get Peyton Manning. But I could also go Burt Jones if I wanted to go quarterback. <laughs> so you're going with Peyton Manning, huh? I'm going Peyton Manning. All right. All right. I'm going Peyton Manning. Um Look, he was a, he's a slam dunk Hall of Famer. I mean, it took 10 seconds for Mike Chappell, I think, to announce him this past uh, yeah. pro, uh, Hall of Fame selection. It was easy. And you could do a whole heck of a lot worse than a guy that did um, what he did in the NFL, two championships with two different teams. Although I know the Broncos, you know, but he set records with the Broncos after the next surgery. I always had an issue with Peyton and that dated back to his days at Tennessee because everybody was like, oh, he's so great. Yeah, he never beat Florida and he looked lousy in those games. But when it comes down to it, would I want Peyton Manning as the leader of this franchise? Yes. So I'm taking Peyton Manning. I want Von Miller, Peyton Manning. I feel pretty good about that. Well, when they add our two teams to the NFL this season and they put my team in the AFC South and your team in the NFC East, we're going to run roughshod over the competition and we're going to meet in the Super Bowl. And this is going to be tough because uh, they might have to halt the game because this guy that I'm adding to my defensive front, he's going to get pair up with a bunch of these other guys and we might murder Peyton Manning by accident. It's going to be, it might be, it'll be manslaughter uh, because I'm adding, since I already have the minister of defense in Reggie White, a minister's got to have a deacon. So I'm going with Deacon Jones, legend of the game. And I don't know a whole lot about him, but I went and looked him up. 
And back before they counted stats, they didn't really, or sacks, they didn't really count sacks until like 82 or so. But they went back and yeah. looked at the film and they said if, he, if, if the stuff he'd done had counted, he'd have had at least three seasons of 21 sacks or more. I mean, he was just, he was a freak of nature. He's a defensive end. He's one defensive end. I've got Reggie White as another defensive end. And I also have Lawrence Taylor screaming off the edge and Mean Joe, and Green, mean Joe Green. So I'm taking from the Rams, Deacon Jones. Okay. I feel like I got the better Rams defensive lineman with Aaron Donald, but it's okay. I mean, I do have Aaron Donald, J.J. Watt, Bruce Smith, and Vaughn Miller. So I, well, I I'm don't not throwing feel... shade on your defense. I'm not. I'm I know. Not. I know. Um, you got a deacon and a minister. I like, I like it. I like it. Okay. I think we've gotten to the point for me where I can – I don't want to say I'm going in order here, but I can sort of follow the rest of my plan and then – Make a, make a final decision on the last two picks. I'll save those for the end. I, I did go back and forth about what I was going to do at the running back position. And then mm -hmm. I remembered, oh, yeah, that's right. Your Lions pick with Megatron. That made my running back uh, pick very easily, very easy. From the Lions, I would take running back – Barry Sanders. Oh, not Joyke Bell. Okay, okay. No, Joyke Bell, no. Uh, he's second on the list. Uh, maybe third. No, he's second. Joyke Bell's second. But Barry Sanders is first. Oh, yeah, Joyke Bell would be third behind Billy Sims. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm joking. I could just take the number 20, but I'm taking Barry Sanders as my running back. And I'm not done at the running back position, which I will do next. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. But Barry Sanders – Thousand yards plus every single season he played. I think he what was it twelve hundred was his minimal. I don't know, but we just watched a video. Me and the, the my five year old, my seven year old, my yeah. sons. Amazing, just amazing. That's yeah, it was incredible. Be his best runs were runs where he didn't even gain any yardage. Oh yeah, he got back to the line of scrimmage after dodging fourteen. He was incredible. All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna keep de uh, bolstering on my defense, and I got a legend of the game on my last pick up front. Deacon Jones. I'm going to get mm -hmm. another one. One of the great nicknames of all time from the Cardinals. He spent a lot of time with the Chicago Cardinals. And you're like, what? I now he, know where you're going with this. Yeah. He also spent time with the Detroit Lions. Yes. Yeah, and I was, and I was afraid we were going to snag him up. But I'm going to yeah. go with the Night Train. Night yeah. Train Lane. He Dang was it. a Hall of Famer. Or he is a Hall of Famer. He was seven-time Pro Bowler. He had 68 interceptions. He's ridiculous. I mean, just He's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. So and I'm he gonna, was physical. He knocked dudes out. I mean, he was, he was everything. Yeah. Oh, he was a monster. So he's listed as a left cornerback at the end of his career, but at the start of his career, RDH, is that just a right defensive halfback basically? Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how it was. They used to call him halfbacks. And when I was in college, we actually, our two, corner positions one was called halfback one was called corner and the halfback actually played in the boundary and the corner played to the field so right. that's how that's how we differentiated it okay so we're on to our fourth pick of the third round that was that was that was a good one uh and once once I made my pick and we were talking to the Lions when you said Chicago Cardinals I knew exactly what it was I was like okay that makes sense we actually got two great defensive backs from the Cardinals I'm sticking with running back 
And I'm sticking with a guy that actually played the majority of his career in the state of Texas. I need to get a Titan, but I don't really want a Titan. No. So I went and I got an Oiler. Easy. I could play him at fullback with Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders never really had a fullback. I can play him at tailback if I need to. I could play him next to Paul Horning. I'm taking the Tyler Rose, Earl Campbell. My backfield is Barry Sanders, Earl Campbell, and the versatile Paul Horning from the Green Bay Packers MVP back to the 60s. You got thunder and lightning. You got, a, you got an impressive backfield, man. Those two, Earl and Sanders, that's, that's going to be really – that's just going to cause havoc for, for defenses. It's going to be tough. I mean, you got Jim Brown and Walter Payton, bro. I, I, like, like, my, I like mine too. I yours, really, yours are I, good. I think between the two of us, we've taken the four best running backs of all time. I, I think I, you're correct. I, absolutely. I know there are other guys fans are like, Emmett Smith. No, no. There's other guys who have more yards. I'll I'll grant you that. But I think those are the four best. Um, I love it. Great pick, dude. Um, I'm going to stay with the other other Texas team. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. You took Larry Allen really early in this. That's an offensive lineman. One of the best to ever do it. Immovable. I'm going to take an original Cowboy. Mr. Cowboy, they called him. Played his college ball at TCU. Luckily for me, back when I was working in Dallas at a, a TV station, we had a show called Cadillac Legends and Sports, Texas Legends and Sports. And we'd go and we'd, we'd go to this, this legend's home and we'd interview him or her for a couple hours. And we'd, we'd just kind of hear about their career, their life. Did Mary Lou Retton, did Nolan Ryan, Rudy Tomjanovich, Johnny Rutherford. He won three in the Indianapolis 500s. And we got to go yeah. to this guy's house outside of Austin, Bob Lilly. So how, how about this for an offensive or defensive line? You got Bob Lilly and Mean Joe Green on the inside. And then you got Deacon Jones and Reggie White on the outside with Lawrence Taylor coming at you off the edge as well. And what did Bob Lilly do? Well, friends, he went to 11 Pro Bowls. He was an All-Pro seven times. He was an All-70s defensive player and an All-60s defensive player. He played from 61 to 74. He was amazing. Never missed a game, 196 games in those, uh, those, those from 61 to 74. I got Bob Lilly. I like what I got going on up front. You have done some ridiculous stuff. That's, that's pretty good. I struggled with what I was going to do with the Cleveland Browns. It's hard because I, I took Jim Brown. You took Jim Brown. Now, the Browns have had a rich history. Otto Graham. I didn't really want automatic auto at quarterback. Paul Warfield, like, man, there are other receivers that have been more productive. You know, I loved Paul Warfield, just the angelic way he ran routes and moved. I mean, it's just so smooth. And I looked at their Hall of Fame listing, and I'm like, man, I don't know where I'm going to go. And literally, as I closed that page, I went, wait a second. I'm going to draft a guy that's not a Hall of Famer yet. And it hit me oh, my God, he's one of the best offensive linemen I've ever seen. And he played left tackle and never missed a snap. Yes, I have my offensive line. But you've always got to have depth. Yeah. And so I am taking the vociferous, wonderful left tackle, Joe Thomas, to play left tackle, be a swing tackle, and do a lot of stuff for me. But when I thought about Brown, that was – man, it never really dawned on me until I – it just – it hit me once I got off the Hall of Fame list, like, wait a second, Joe Thomas. Bingo. And that's why I just knew I had to have him. He'll be my sixth lineman. At worst, I had Joe Thomas to my mix. That's a good one. That's a good one. 
All right. I'm going to just get it out of the way just because uh, you took Tony Baselli from the Jaguars. I'm going to go yes. my, with my Jaguars pick. Yeah. And I'm going to round out my secondary here. So I've got Deion Sanders. I've got Darrell Revis. I also have the night train lane. And yeah. then I've got Ronnie Lott. I'm going to add a guy who really didn't play safety in the NFL, hasn't played safety in the NFL, but he did it a little bit in college. And if he needed to, he could play it here. But he could also lock you down as a cornerback. <laughs> and he's going to lock down whatever you throw out there at receiver. I'm going to go with Jalen Ramsey, okay? I'm doing it. Even though he's a Ram right now, he started his career as a Jaguar. I've got Jalen, okay? What do you think about that as a defensive back yourself? You play safety when you – I mean, I, I, I was, I've always been a big fan of Jalen, always. Uh, I think from a skill standpoint, I don't know that anybody matches him skill-wise. His battles with DeAndre Hopkins were must-see television. I mean, he's a phenomenal player. I think he'll continue to get better. I think if we do this exercise in 10 years, we'll probably draft him for the Rams potentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, it's, I think it's excellent. Now, the question is, could he cover Randy Moss? Could he cover Jerry Rice? Or could he cover the guy I'm about to pick? But he might be playing safety, so he might be just kind of be helping out. Maybe. But I'm going to have these three receivers on the field, and it's going to be very, very difficult because when it comes to physical stature, there's Calvin Johnson, there's Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, kind of freakish type players. But then there's one other, and he's playing currently. And when I was trying to figure out the Falcons, the same kind of thing hit me as the Browns. Like, dang it, I, I just don't see much. You took Deion Sanders. It's a little younger franchise. I wasn't quite ready to take Michael Vick just yet. And I thought, dang, Julio Jones, if I add him to Randy Moss and Jerry Rice, I'm all about it. And since you took Deion Sanders out of my pick of Falcons, it didn't leave a ton, but it left enough for me to take Julio Jones to add to Randy Moss, Jerry Rice. So I like my receiver core. Extremely athletic. Throw it to anybody. Got consistency. I've got freakish uh, nature of Randy Moss, and then I got the all-around ability and speed of Julio Jones. I'll take those three. I feel pretty good. Like I did with the last pick, I'm going to go back to another expansion franchise. You took Luke Keekley, who's who's a guy I would have taken uh, from the Panthers. Yeah. So I, I mean, this is it makes it easy, I think, for my next pick. Let's just keep getting after the quarterback. Let's go with Julius Peppers. What are they what, all time? Let me look it up here on Pro Football Reference. All-time, I think he is third, maybe fourth on the all-time sacks list. I could be wrong. And that surprised me when I saw it because I was looking him up. But then it didn't surprise me. But Julius Peppers, and you got to remember, you know, some of these guys like Deacon Jones would be higher up on the list or would be yeah. on the list had they counted the stat. But, yeah, Julius Peppers had 159 and a half sacks. You know, in retrospect, you probably should have taken him first overall in 2002 if you were the Texans, but you didn't. Different story, different podcast. I'm going with Peppers and his 159 and a half sacks. He's probably going to be coming off the bench to help out. That's how stacked I think my line is. You know, I'm going to stick with the defensive line for my pick, Drew. And if my math is correct, we have three, three left, correct, for, for today? Two left. We've, we've taken, you've taken six and I've taken six. Okay. You've taken Miller, Manning, Sanders, Campbell, Thomas, and Jones, so you got. Two. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have somebody counted on my list twice. Okay, so we have two left. 
Now, when I look at my defensive line, I got Bruce Smith plays out on the edge. J.J. Watt can play out on the edge. Von Miller definitely plays on the edge. Aaron Donald plays so wide on the inside, it's almost like he's playing on the edge. I need somebody on the inside. I need somebody that anchors down on the inside. And I think a guy that anchors down on the inside and anchored down on the inside and was as good as anybody had been, even though he probably didn't get all the acclaim because he played for the Seattle Seahawks. He was a monster in college. And then was even that and then some. From the Seahawks, His numbers might take Hall of Famer Cortez Kennedy, the late Cortez Kennedy. And, man, what a ball player he was. But just a, a bright light in the Seattle community when he went out there. Such a sad passing. But Cortez Kennedy on the inside just gives me size and an interior player because I look at it, I got a bunch of edge guys to go along with Aaron Donald. So I don't know how, how well we hold up against the run, but I know Cortez Kennedy is going to make it a little bit easier, that's for sure. For sure, yeah. That's a good choice. Uh, I'm going to stay on the inside, too. Uh, you took from the Buccaneers, you took, I think, the best Buccaneer ever, Derek Brooks. Yes. I think I'm going to take the second bus, best Buccaneer ever. I'm going to stay on the inside uh, because you got to have some depth like you're talking about. I'm going to go with another Miami Hurricane, going Warren Sapp. 96 and a half sacks he managed to get on the inside. In 2000, he had 16 and a half sacks. He was an all-pro that year. Smack dab in the middle of, the, uh, of his all-pro run. And in 99, he was actually, the year before, he was actually the defensive player of the year. He had 12 and a half sacks that year, 13 tackles for loss. So I'm going to go with Warren Sapp. And I think, I think that's it for me as far as defensive line help. I think I'm going to start going elsewhere with other stuff because I still got to, I got to bolster up my offense a little bit. You need a quarterback. I do. But you got a lot of, you got a lot of places that, uh, that you can go to pick. I'm going back to the state of Texas and actually the city of Houston. Oh, for my final pick. I'm intrigued. What is this? Yes. When he was in college back in the late seventies, early eighties, it was rumored that he broke 16 helmets in one season. Oh. When he was playing with the Baylor Bears. I know where you're going. He remained a Bear as he moved to his NFL career. The great inside linebacker. To go with Keekley and Brooks, two guys that can run. Those guys can both play inside if you needed them to. But the signal caller, the shot caller, between Mike Singletary and Luke Keekley, two of the smarter players that ever play this game, Derek Brooks, smart slash athletic. Taking Chicago Bears linebacker Mike Singletary. Samurai Mike. Nice, nice choice. Man, you're making it tough here because now I'm, I got, there's so many contingencies. I want to take this guy, but am I really going to take this guy over this guy? Yeah. I'm going to kick the can down the road. <laughs> I was about to go with my Viking. I'm going to wait. I'm going to kick the can down the road on that because there's a lot of really good Vikings at spots of need that I could take. Or am I going to take my Viking now? Yeah. Go ahead, do it. Fran Tarkington is available. Dante Culpepper is available. Christian Ponder is still available. Those are good names. Yes, all very good names. But you know what I'm going to do? 
I'm going to finish off my offensive line. I'm going to go with a center who's in the Hall of Fame, who's an All-Pro five times. He's got one of the greatest names you'll ever hear. He played from 1962 to 1978, every single game those, those years. And um, I'm going to go with Mick Tinglehoff. His, his number is retired. So that means I got Bruce Matthews out at right guard, and my left guard is going to be Gene Upshaw, but Mick Tinglehoff is my center. Now, I'm passing up Paul Krause. So that's who it came down to is Mick Tinglehoff and the all-time interceptions, NFL interceptions leader, Paul Krause. He played a long time, but he was at the back end of that, you know, purple leader defense. I'm going to go up front, though. I've got to have a good line. Mick Tinglehoff is the final pick of the day, final pick for me. I still got to get a quarterback, and it's going to be tough. It's going to be really – I can choose between Unitas, Elway, Brady, and Marino, amongst others. but. That's who, or maybe Joe Ferguson. I'm not gonna I've got my quarterback and Peyton Manning. I, I still have to pick my jet. My jet is going to be Mr. Irrelevant because I'm not totally sure where I would like to go. But I have to pick a giant, a Steeler, a Raider, an Eagle, a Saint, a Chief, a Charger, and a Jet. That's what's left on my docket. Lots of rich Lots histories of there. Lots of rich histories. Yeah. Yeah. So to recap. You go with Vaughn Miller, outside linebacker from the Broncos. Peyton Manning's your quarterback from the Colts. Barry Sanders, your Lions running back. Earl Campbell, your Oiler. Joe Thomas from the Browns, offensive line. Your offensive line's solid. Julio Jones, the Falcon. You got him paired up with Randy Moss and with – who was the Jerry other Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, yeah. Oh, my goodness. You got Cortez Kennedy from the Seahawks on the inside of the offensive line. Then Samurai Mike, Mike Singletary of the Chicago Bears at inside linebacker, uh, that's pretty darn good. As for me, I went with Junior Seau from the Chargers at linebacker, Deacon Jones from the Rams, the Night Train Lane from the Cardinals. He played it – that's who he played for the most, most years. He started out with the Rams. And then uh, after that, I went Bob Lilly from the Cowboys, Jalen Ramsey from the Jags, Julius Peppers from the Panthers, Warren Sapp from the Bucks, and my final pick of the day was Mick Tinglehoff. Go look him up. It's a good, good for a giggle. He was a great player. So I've got an offensive line of Mick Tinglehoff, Bruce Matthews, Gene Upshaw, and then my tackles, Walter Jones at left tackle and Forrest Gregg at right tackle. So I like what I got, and I like what you got, and I can't wait for next week when we go in the lab and finish this thing up. John, sound good? Sounds great, man. Part four, round four. Looking forward to it. I can just promise you my New York Jet will be Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> All right. See you later.